And we're back, boys. Yes, sir. Episode 18? No. 17. 17. Oh, 16. 16. Last week was 15, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. Okay. Are you sure? I think. Damn, I think it's episode 17. I'm Well, that's what I've got written here. I've got written here... Episode 17. I know, but you've notoriously wrong. Yeah, 16. Oh, shit. There you go, You're boys. still on this fucking bullshit where we're a week ahead. Remember we lost Yeah, episode, true, right? true. Okay, <laughs> so episode 16, boys. Welcome back. Unfortunately, Sydney has just gone into a big fucking lockdown. But before Sydney, we got to go back to our sponsor, mate. Oh, We're yeah, still true. sponsored by Puppy. Damn At right, Puppy This. Go there for all your phone cases, everything you want. Uh, Samsung, Apple, the big guys, you can go there. Uh, he go does customs as well. So you, can, you can message him for a custom request. Exactly. Uh, you can go at Puppy This to make sure uh, to check out their Instagram page. And if you click the link below, you'll get 10% off your order yep. uh, of phone cases. Really beautiful designs. They've got rainforests. They've got uh, fucking beaches. There's like, there's some really fucking cool things. So make sure to check it out. Support the channel by using our fucking uh, promo code. And yeah. Let's get into the episode, mate. Let's get fucking into fucking, it. Fucking Sydney's wild right now, bro. Dude, it's fucking wild. And it all started off with this fucking Bondi cluster. Bondi's a suburb in Sydney, if you guys don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. And now they've got like what, 12 cases today. What was the joke you told us about Bondi clusters? Before? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so the joke is that no one's taking COVID seriously because Bondi cluster sounds like a fucking granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for people who don't know, Bondi is an area where people pay $17 to get three acai fucking drops. Yeah, they you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. There's a little bit of uh, price like discrimination be- yeah, in that area. Yeah, very beachy <laughs> suburb, very rich <laughs> suburb. Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, I'm fucking, I feel like everyone's just sick and tired of COVID. I know, it's like, can you just fuck off now? You're so last season, no one cares. Bro, I'm still rooting for Ebola, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Bro, that <laughs> one was so much worse. I mean, it didn't, it didn't affect as many people, thank God. But that shit like made you bleed out your eyes or some fuck. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm st- I feel like it still has potential. I'm still rooting for him. Because, because Ebola... Yo, what if they teamed up? They could. Because Ebola got the hype, but didn't have the follow-through. Ebola had the fucking... Fo- oh, sorry, COVID had the fucking follow-through... But no fucking hype at the at the beginning. No one fucking cared about it for the first few fucking months. And now everyone, now it's everything. Can you remember when we all thought it was just like a joke? Like the bird flew or swine yeah. flew or something like that? Yeah, like we did. Something that would affect other countries, but like wouldn't really attack the rest of the world. And then all of a sudden, fucking a year and a half later, we're still like, well, we're sat here without dicks in Exactly, but Ebola was crazy when it first came out. But the, the virus was just shit. It just died like It that. became a punchline really quickly. What, Ebola? Like, oh, this is so. This is like fucking worse than Ebola. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, lol. I think it's got a funny name. It's got like a, you know what I mean? It definitely has that type of name where it, it makes it sound like it's worse than Ebola. Yeah. It's really, really, you know, it's, it's worse than COVID. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I saw something on Instagram today and I feel like this might be part of the problem. Oh, yeah? Why we're not improving quicker. And I think it's because of Instagram girls telling everyone to not try hard. Oh, and I'm really, really confused because I do understand that a lot of people maybe don't have the same ambition as others and they feel guilty about it, right? Okay. But I saw this post and let me let me ask you something. Is this good for society? This is what it says. Yeah. Society, uh, society has conditioned us to believe that we always need to live in the future, that we need to be always planning and reaching for something that we don't have. Let's reject that. There's nothing wrong with staying present and remaining grateful for what we have today. Now, what that tells me is don't try hard. It's fine. Go to sleep. I'm not at, a fan of that. Go to sleep at I 2 in the that. morning. Wake up at 12. How is that good? If you don't Fuck, want to do something, that's yeah, cool. Oh, but yeah. like trying to say, let's not be ambitious. Let's not strive. I for think a at the end of the day, day, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. 
Yeah. So and I think it. that a few of these fucking scientists are listening to these bitches on Instagram. And yeah. all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you know what? This, this Let's just live in the present. Right. Who cares we'll worry about the consequences later. blood clots? Yeah. I'm just staying in the present. Far fucking out, man. dorks, bro. Dude, but the thing is, it's like fucking that Gandhi saying, you know, it's... um. Live as if you're going to die tomorrow. I'm not hungry. Wait, what was the saying? Live as like you're going to die tomorrow. Um, Invest in yourself like you're going to live forever. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I don't like the live like you're going to die tomorrow because I feel like... As in like enjoy the moment like you're going to die tomorrow. So like be present, be grateful. Invest in yourself is sick though. Be grateful, be present, but then invest in yourself like you're going to live forever in education, in savings and whatever. Yeah, I like it. Fuck, that's sick. Yeah. Anyway, man, how have you been since uh, before this, you know? Fucking not bad, bro. Not bad. Same old. But I think um main thing is that these COVID shit is fucking... I feel like I don't feel nearly as fucking shit as I did last year when we had them. I feel like now it's, it's like a little fun excursion. I think inside the for a fear is less. You know what I mean? Like back then Far it less. was like, what's happening? Far less. You know fear. what I'm saying? And like you hear about all these like Italians who are like dropping dead and like... It was fucking all these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Remember those videos Iran that first came out with like up. COVID? Like there were just Asian dudes dying on the street and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Someone it, died in Chinatown, which is like right next to where I live. Yeah. And it and it was like really scary. And I feel like these days, it's like, you don't want to get it because we don't want know what the side effect is. But I feel like there's less fear of death and more fear of like, is it going to fuck up my lungs or am I going to be cooked for fucking See, I'm weeks? not scared at all because I've had three close friends of mine get it. And all three of them were like, it's literally the chillest thing ever. One of my friends that you know, the Greek guy, he literally, he said he lives in the Netherlands. Netherlands is so relaxed about it that when he was confirmed positive COVID case, he was just, his instruction was wear masks where you go and try not to stand close to people. Yeah. But so it's, there's no, there's no isolation. I know, but lower population, you know what I mean? Like he's just allowed to go to the shopping center. Yeah. It's like, that's, we, we're not allowed to do that. And yeah. he is positively, he's got it. He's confirmed to have COVID. I, I know what you're saying, but I think I've heard of people who have got it bad and it sounds fucking horrible when you Are get it bad. Are they over the age of 40? Yeah. The yeah. the guy, I mean, this is a little joke for the Sidemen fans, but Josh Zerka, who was confirmed to be 60,000 years old. He's like 28, <laughs> but the oldest yeah. one in the group. <laughs> yeah. uh, he got it and he was running, I think like 5Ks kind of every day, doing it in good times. And he's still... He's fucked. And he got it at the start of the year. Really? What like, the hell? For some people, it fucks your cardio up. Like, it fucks your breathing and stuff, which is pretty, like, since, scary. Since he had it, it still hasn't recovered. Yeah. Yeah, which is, like, I don't know, man. It's kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. Speaking of the Sidemen, I was watching... I've been binging oh, let's, the Sidemen. Let's quickly, let's quickly say something. Uh, shout out to everyone. Make sure to hit up the fucking YouTube page and click the bell icon because we just filmed another video today. Yeah. Yep. We're ranking accents. We're doing a little yeah, tier it's, it's list. Really good. We're you know, dropping accents. a little. It was a fucking hilarious video. So yeah, so I, make yeah. sure make sure you go there, uh, hit it up. We'll we'll obviously make an Instagram post or something like that in the week, but uh, definitely go fucking hit that. Give shit us up. some feedback. We really want to get some feedback. We had a lot of feedback in the podcast, and it really helped. So yeah, and don't don't worry, we're not gonna we're not gonna stop with the podcast. Absolutely, podcast not. every week, but we're gonna try and get you an extra video. You know, like eight to twenty minutes. Who knows? Somewhere in that range. Something every to take week. a shit to. You know. Because you can't yeah. take a shit while watching a fucking podcast. Exactly, so. exactly. Anyway, you're talking about side. Oh yeah, I was talking. So I've been watching a lot of their videos because their shit is fucking so much. It just looks like a lot of fun to do the things. That it does do. look a lot of fun, doesn't it? But something that fucking, it doesn't bother me that much. But with the theme of the podcast. Annoys, Basil. Yeah. Something with, going with the theme of podcast, something that I fucking don't like that they do. I feel like they don't take their challenges very fucking seriously. Like they'll have a 10,000 calorie challenge, which by the way, 
I think I'd be able to do that before lunch. I don't think it's very difficult. Yeah, everyone in there gets fucking 3,000 calories in and then they've quit. Yeah. KSI ended it eating only 1,800 calories. What the <laughs> fuck is that? I know. It, yeah. I know what you mean. But at the same time, if you took everything super seriously, it wouldn't be fun. I so think there's got to be a yeah. hybrid. Like there was this game, uh, they did drunk bingo the other day. Oh, and yeah. some of the teams were taking it like super seriously, like marking everyone's down. And then KSI's team, they, it was, uh, so it's called Hijingo. But imagine like, you know, when you get bingo, you shout out bingo. Yeah. Right. And they had this machine, which will tell if you got the numbers or not. Oh, really? And they were playing, you know, the penis game where you're like penis. Yeah. Then the next time penis. Yeah. Penis. Penis. They were playing that with Hijingo, like KSI's team. So each one kept saying it until eventually the people caught on and the game stopped. And then he does it. And if you get it wrong, you have to do a shot. So they were oh. just fucking around the entire video and they made the video so much more funny. So I yeah. think it's, it's a weird hybrid. You know what I mean? Like I definitely agree with you on the challenges, but yeah, I don't know. It, you do have to, uh, you do have to think about content as well. Yeah. I would love to do that type of content though. Like they're just like fun shit, but make it funny and just like, just have the natural bands that we have, but yeah. doing some fucking, some fun activity. I think that's something that we could probably explore later in the YouTube though. Yeah, 100. I mean, we're going to have, uh, we're confirmed we're going to have our mate, Hey, I'm Aaron on the podcast probably in the next month or so. We're going to get housemate fucking Chris as well. Yes, sir. So he's going to be on the on the podcast So too. maybe we can start introducing some people and we'll be able to have uh, have some things. Also with the YouTube videos, we're definitely open to suggestions. So if you've got ideas, we think we're going to uh, mix it between, like we're going to move the Q&A to the YouTube we thought just because it takes quite a bit of time on the, yeah. on the podcast. So we're yeah. going to keep the podcast fast for you. Um, and we might even chuck in some fucking games. I know a lot of you guys were interested in seeing that in the past, but uh, yeah, anyway, bro, I was thinking about this thing here. Yeah. I love the idea of being able to say like, if I say it, I mean it. Or like word is bond. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Those yeah. statements sound fucking so sick. But the amount of times I wake up to go on a 5K run <laughs> at you know, five in the afternoon or yeah. five in the morning and I'm just like, bruh, shut the fuck up. Who cares? Word is bond. What kind of dumb statement yeah, is that? Bro? I'm not going like, to lie. It's like, so so James is the type of guy who will tell you he's coming <laughs> at no specific time and it happens when it happens and let it be. Well, I'm not going to lie. It is what it is. The amount of times Baz is like, yo, what time are you coming? And I'm like, bro, I don't want to give you a time to then be late to that time. Just let it happen. This Stop fucking thing. trying to pretend like you're doing something beforehand. Oh, man. man just wants to know when to have a wank before, you know? <laughs> like, okay, I think let when it, it comes- I don't want to go into this rabbit hole, but essentially when it comes to- That Beatles song, is- Let It Be, was written about me coming to do the podcast. Joe, shut the fuck up, <laughs> let it be, bro. <laughs> anyway, so when it comes to saying like your words, your bond, I think that matters in a business context, but when it comes to cup, like some things, it matters less. Like think about it this way, right? If your chick is like, I'll give you head as long as you give me head after, word that isn't bond. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm, oh, sorry. You thought. You thought word. No, honestly, word I and when I gave you that deal, I thought I was going to do it too. Then I came, and I'm reneging on the deal. Yeah, no. Look, you can't judge me based on I was impaired. You know what I mean? I, no, I wasn't thinking. Sorry, I don't oh, know. Someone sent me an alcohol or something like that. Bro, you know there's literally mean? nothing worse. Okay, here's a question for you: Is it Manipulation if a girl asks you a serious question just before you're about to have sex? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's what's, not what's, admissible it's in court. It's asking under duress. Think that's about it. Is. If you if she is like working up, you know, touching your thigh, you know, you're yeah. getting all fucking hot and bothered, and she's like, Would you commit a, uh, would you assassinate a fucking pre- uh, president? And you're like, yeah, 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 whatever you think. That's fucking not a real statement. That's bro. duress. The CIA can't take that. I think it's not admissible in court, like a polygraph it def- test. Bro, it's under duress. You're fucking you're horny. 
or under durex oh love sex durex that's all i'm yeah, saying bro. you're under durex bro is there anything worse than having sex with condoms anyway moving on oh <laughs> that's fucking hitting a fucking spot for me bro that's hitting a tough spot for me right now but yeah i'm just i'm telling you that if you ask serious questions to a guy before you're about to have sex do not expect to get an honest answer it's a dumb yeah. thing to do for the woman and don't fucking hold the guy to it because he's not going to stick to it. If you want, if you want, uh, you know how a lot of times girls will complain, like I just wanted to complain and he just gave me solutions. Yeah. If you I just want to complain, do it beforehand because the guy will be super attentive because be like, yo, I'm just trying to get my dick sucked. Let's just get through this part, you know? Yeah. yeah. If you want answers, ask after. Exactly. You'll get fucking yeah, facts yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, if you ask after, it could ruin the vibe because if it's like a, like a relationship fucking what's it called like a what commi- are we yeah commitment question do you love me then it's like oh fuck like I'm <laughs> you might get something that's a little bit too an- uh, too honest it's say like, again it's like you know you just not and she's like oh yeah do you do you think I'm pretty and you're like look sometimes when you wear that dress I just don't like it the th- that's the thing <laughs> right after nutting that's the red zone that's when yeah. everything suddenly seems like like you'll have a lovely fucking wank to one of the top hentais and then as soon as, <laughs> as yo soon why is Basil try- is he getting paid right I feel like fucking hentaimedia.com hentai is sponsoring Hayden. Baz without telling me because he's brought this up on fucking four podcasts about how sick it is. He's like, no, but just the way that it opens up. I'm like, dude, chill. No, because I'm telling you, if you watch hentai or any sort of porn, hentai especially on hentaihaven.com forward slash milk bucket. So- <laughs> <laughs> 10% off, you know what I mean? They'll do you a personal drawing if you want. Like a yeah. character uh, caricature from a fucking old guy on the yeah. street, except you're getting fucked by a tentacle. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so if you watch hentai and then as soon as you come, you suddenly think, what the fuck was I watching? Like, like what is this weird tentacle shit that I'm watching? But yeah. 10 seconds earlier, you were fucking engrossed in it. So it's, <laughs> so as you know, putting it forward now to the real world, fucking it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing to ask any question that you would be worried about a brutally honest answer. For. Bro. Okay. Since we're kind of on the topic of porn. Yeah. I've got a real question. Okay. And this is an intellectual question. So we got to approach it seriously, but yeah. also, you know, Okay. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to know, are step siblings actually off limit? And at what point does it become really fucking weird? Like, yeah. if your dad marries some chick and yeah. they have a daughter who's your age, it's not like, they're not relatives the next day. Like, is it is it some fucking, yeah. is it like the abortion debate where some people believe like, oh, no, your step siblings the second they get married and other people say okay, it's fine, but after six months, it gets a bit weird. It's a little bit like murder. You know what I mean? Like, how how does that shit work? Because I feel like at one point, they are simply a hot person who lives in your house and your dad's fucking their mom. I don't think at any point, it's fucking sibling. It's like, okay, what if you have two siblings? <laughs> but this, this is... That's even- trying to be like, look, I fucked her. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> Jordi El Nino did it. Here's another version of the same exact question. So, two children, both adopted... But adopted at the age of three. And have nah, been you're raised up next to each other. Then. Huh? You're fucking your sibling then, bro. You grew up with them. Yeah. It's different when a hot chick just moves in your house. If it's just like, how old was it in your circumstances? Like if, if fucking one of the Bradys fucked Marsha, she came in at 16, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is at that age. Honestly, I don't think it'd be that bad. It is what it is. And it's like, if she's hot, then she's hot. Even if she is your real sister, like, I mean- Is it, uh, is it like- <laughs> But here's the funny thing. If you marry a girl and your dad fucks her mom, that there's no like relation. They're not related. Yeah. Like at least by um, 
we have words related. for the so, other thing. Yeah. Like, if they get married, that's our step sibling. But it's not like if you fuck a chick, your dad's that's your step mom or some shit like that. Would it be weird if you went on a double date? <laughs> so your mom and your, her mom and your dad, and then you and her. I feel like the 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 dad and the son would find it way less weird than the mom and the daughter. I think the idea of the mom... Get, like, because imagine if no. it's like the opposite where it's like her dad's fucking your mom and it's like, oh, I don't know about that, bro. I'm not a fucking fan of this shit. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> weird, yeah. And, and I'll tell you what's actually weird because it's, it's it sounds completely normal. So if you're dating a girl, right? Yeah. And then and she's raised up by a single mom mm-hmm. and your dad is a divorcee or whatever. If he then fucking... If you, if, you know, if you meet the parents... And then suddenly they have great chemistry. That's not that weird. But if you're both together, I guess it's weird. I don't think it's that weird at all. If I anything, know, it's, you, you anything ex- is beautiful, you, then she's fucking more than happy to come to your place and stay over for multiple days because the mum will be there too. And then, and then you'd all have to live in like some weird family. That'd be fucking extremely weird. Actually, it's now a that, weird the more family, that I think right? about it, it's actually fucking extraordinarily weird. Because like if weird... you fantasize about her mom, you're not just fantasizing about her mom, you're also fantasizing about your dad's wife. Yeah, and your stepmom. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's mad incestuous. And your step-sibling is your girlfriend. But that's the reason why- <laughs> So you're why... suddenly fucking your sister now. No, but it's your dad's fault because you were the one who did it. Like, you were the one who started this. So it's like, it's... he's he's fucking your mom. But he's allowed to do that because <laughs> Yo, he's your dad. <laughs> oh, that's fucking that's oh, terrible. Jesus Christ. That's a terrible fucking, fucking circumstance. <laughs> Jesus, that, this is the thing with overly complicated things. You know what I noticed that I fucking kind of bothers me a little bit? Yeah. Long words that have no real, real meaning. Like what? Filmography. What do you mean? It's a study of film. No. Filmography is like, is literally mean films. So it means like, what? so you see, what's um, David Attenborough's filmography? List of films. I don't think that's what it means. That's what it is. That's where I got it from. Filmography. Yeah. So the other day I was looking for Seth Rogen movies. Typed in Seth Rogen movies and it said Seth Rogen filmography. Filmography meaning. We're doing it live. You're right. It's like, di- oh, it's like discography for... um. Exactly. But why is that bad? It's a word. Well, I just, I feel like it's an unnecessary word. You could just say movies. So what? You could just say film. What's the issue? Well, I, it's not just filmography. That's just an example. What's another one? I'm just, oh, well, I'm just saying like, it's an unnecessarily long word that you would never use. Why is it still in the You sound in the dictionary? like the Carl Pilkington of this show. You know what it sounds like? What? It sounds like one of those people that have a Spotify playlist. They keep on adding songs, but never remove songs. We're going to so make now, like that. Now they've got 1,700 fucking We're gonna songs. We're going to make like that. Huh? We're going to make it like that. Yeah, bro. Now you've got 1,700 fucking songs in your, in your liked songs and you keep skipping. It's like, okay, well, now we've nah, got I'm shitty words. Huh? I'm a skipper. I hate skipping songs. Bro. I know it annoys me that you do. Bro, it's like my fucking liked we're songs. We're on the fucking session. Baz is like sat there for fucking. We're just like, yo, skip the song. He's like, no, 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 I'm against it. I hate skipping Like, bro, songs, this bro. is not the time for well, that. The, it's a well, shit song. This is the thing, bro, because all songs have a certain flow to them. And it's like, you need to let. Like, firstly. This whole idea of I'm going to skip to something better is not a good mentality because then you will never be satisfied until you find maybe one in 10 songs will be the, will be good enough for you to listen to. If you just listen to the song that's available, you will have a great time. Nah, but it's different and because if you don't you're like it, listening- Remove it from your playlist. You're listening to fucking like, 
wor- songs without words most of the time, or maybe they just Some have do. a chorus. Yeah, but it's very different if you're listening to rap or fucking like pop. How's it different? Because you're wanting to hear this. It's not just a beat. It's not just a flow. It's the fucking lyrics as well. It's the exact same thing for any music. No, nah, sometimes you feel like it, you just feel like one vibe, and sometimes you feel like other. I get what you're saying. Sometimes you feel like you want some DMX because you're trying to fuck the world. And the other time you're trying to listen to some Ariana Grande because you feel like a pop princess. It's just, it is what it is. Okay. So assuming, I, I still feel like if you just put press shuffle, put your phone away and maybe the first song you might not like immediately, but if you give it 30 seconds, get let it get to the chorus, then you will start fucking vibing to it. And then suddenly every song will feel like a banger. If you start skipping though, you'll never get to where you want to get to because you don't give any chance, any song a chance. No, see, I, I agree and disagree at the same time. If I'm going on a run, I'll, I won't skip any songs because I know once I do, I'm allowing that skipping to happen. Exactly. However, if I'm not going on a run and I'm trying to go for a certain vibe, I'll definitely skip because I'm like, okay, this if, is if it's, not feeling like. If we're talking just before a set, obviously I'm I'm picking a good song. I'm timing up timing it up with my drop. Like everything needs. To be I started perfect. not doing that. I, oh. I I held it too long and I did a shitty drop. Like it was the idea. It's kind of like skipping. It's like if you allow yourself to skip, it's not going to be good unless you're skipping to the right song. But if you don't allow yourself to skip, you just do well. And I was trying to time my uh, time my bench drops, yep. and then I missed a drop once, and then suddenly it fucked the setup. And I was like, no, 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 I can't allow myself to have to have the drop in order to do it. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but. For me, I, I always find... When, when do you think is the perfect time for the drop to happen? On the first rep or what? Yes, that, that, uh, I think maybe the first push-up might be good, but I was always doing it with like... I, as it was dropping, I would then lift it off and then I'd fuck it up. Nah, so I always want the drop to happen around 65 to 70% of the fucking way of, the, of, of my full set. So if I'm doing 10 reps, drop is at 70%. Really? It, yeah, because the drop is the, is the hype part and it, it's only hype for five seconds. So that's what pushes you through it. And think about it, like you're pushing through rep five, six, seven, then drop happens and then you're, you're fucking keen to push them more. Yeah, fuck. I hope the audio wasn't fucked there because I was moving the mic a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> So it might sound like I was bench pressing you. But essentially, that's what, I, what my, my thoughts are on that one. Yep. <laughs> We're talking about Jim now. <laughs> Yo, okay. I got to shout it out to uh, to Enzo. Oh, yeah? He's one of the listeners. I've uh, been listening for a long time. Shout out, mate. He brought up an interesting topic, which oh, yeah? is that of karma. But uh, he, he- Do you believe in karma, by the way? Well, well, let's talk about it. He gave us a story. So he said, so I don't believe in karma, but I think sometimes I can't help but think about it. Uh, so the other day I'm cheering because I just got my first fat salary and I'm looking for oh, wireless congrats. earphones, but I give up because let's be honest, paying 250 pound uh, in one go is not worth it. Exactly the Agree. next day, my normal iPhone earphones stop working on one side and the other gives a weird feeling in. Uh, so in the end, he ended up buying it. He doesn't know if the universe was trying to tell me to go fuck myself or Apple was sabotaging me to buy their ugly ass AirPods, but either way he got fucked up. Well, either way they got fucked up because I bought a Samsung. Anyway, <laughs> good things, bro. But anyway, yeah, it is an interesting topic because I am so fucking torn about this because I'm not a religious man myself. So spirituality hasn't crept in in a lot of things. Yeah. However, I'm weirdly superstitious. Okay. So you, do you believe in karma? I don't <clears throat> know. I don't, well, do you know why? This is why <laughs> I remember once after a night out, I just yeah. spontaneously bought, it was with you actually, I spontaneously bought a fucking bottle of water and a banana and I gave it to a homeless yeah, guy yeah, and he was just like, yeah, cheers. And that was it. And I was like, fuck this guy. I would like, I want to take it back there. I was with care. you and I was like, that was very, very, 
that wasn't even worth the two dollars you spent exactly and i realized i was only doing it because i thought like that would be nice but i don't know if i'm thinking like oh, i put out good energy and i get because i think i think the secret is the dumbest shit in the world i think the idea when disagree. when someone starts talking yeah no, i know but you're wrong disagree you're wrong <laughs> it's the laziest yeah. fucking idea it's like oh just imagine something happening and it'll happen it's like no it's not about imagining it. it's about believing it it doesn't matter if you're not doing stuff for it it's fucking lazy yeah well then you don't believe it that's not true like a lot of people truly believe they're going to make the NBA. Believe, you can't truly believe you that can. you're going to build a business and then sit at home and watch TV. Like no, you, at the end of the day, you don't truly believe it. No, you're you? saying they don't truly believe it. You don't know in their mind. They could still truly believe it. And the reality is a lot of these people who preach this shit aren't super successful or they're super successful talking about being successful. Yeah, like, like a Ty Lopez or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that. So like, fair what, enough, fair enough. Unless they're truly believing, their true belief was... I'm going to scam people out of their money and I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then, hey, maybe, you know, look, that, that's fucking facts. But um, yeah, no, I, it's more like if I'm talking about something bad happening, I'll like fucking knock on wood every time. I don't know really? why. That one, I fuck. yeah, it's weird, bro. I don't I have no idea why. But yeah, I mean, I feel like you'd be more of a calm guy. No, I don't believe in karma. Really? No, I think that humans have the innate fucking extreme ability to correlate things that shouldn't be correlated. And I think that we do that on so many levels. What about the thing um, in uh, in Ramadan where it counts as like double? Oh, like when donations count as double? Yeah. Oh, well, that's just or like good deeds and stuff like that. Yeah, that's just the fucking religion. Yeah, but that's kind of karma. No, it's not. Karma is like, if you do good things, good things will happen. How is that not? I don't think that is. I think good You do things, good things and then it gets recognized by well, God and then good let, things will happen. Let me tell you why I don't believe in it because you already know that I don't believe in good things and bad things. I don't think that... No, not- you only believe in good things. Exactly. No, well, the thing is, I don't believe in either. Well... That's like- why I choose to look at everything as good. I'm a heroin addict, but guess what? I'm very slim. You know what I mean? <laughs> Easy. But yeah, so, so I mean, if we want to go into this rabbit hole, it's because, uh, which I, I'm fairly sure you probably have at one stage, but I don't believe that... Let's find... The, okay, I'm going to throw things at you and let's find the good things. Well, let me explain it first. Sure. So I don't believe that good things or bad things exist. I think that things happen. Everything in life is neutral. Sure. And human emotion categorizes it as good or bad. By the end of the day, it's all neutral. And if you looked at it from another person's perspective, he wouldn't give a shit either way. Right. Okay, let's 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 play the game. Okay, yeah. you got bit by a snake. Then a poisonous what? snake. What happened after that? No, well, you just got bit by a snake. At the time? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? It's a neutral thing. thing. Why is it, it neutral? People get bit by snakes all the time. You're gonna die though. Well, do you die? No, you're gonna die. Then call the ambulance. How is it not how is it not a bad thing? Fucking, what do you mean? How is it not a bad thing? Well, because you don't know what happens after. Okay, you drop the soap in prison, you bend over, as you bend over, right in your ass. Good thing or bad thing? Well, are you gay? <laughs> no. See? Oh, no. If, yeah, well then, if you're not gay, well then fucking maybe you are now and maybe you learned it. <laughs> I'm just saying that- Yo, I don't If get you look that. at a thing in isolation, you can Bro, easily categorize okay. it, but- we, we both have, you know, we've had we've had fun before. Yeah. Not with each other, Jesus. Not um, in jail. So my question is, when people say don't drop the soap, how small are these homosexual predators' penises that if you drop it that one second, it just fucking slips right in, bro? Like, have no one ever fucking had the thing was like, slowly, slowly. Bro, I saw, I saw this YouTube video about this guy who actually went to prison and he talked about things like, you know, common misconceptions and he yeah. said about dropping the soap. So when you drop the soap in prison, if anyone actually picks it up, it's more that they get berated by people being like, can't believe you fucking dropped, you picked up the soap, dickhead. <laughs> so you get more, like, huh, you, get talk shit on. Yeah, you get talked shit on more than someone goes behind you and slips the dick in. <laughs> so that's like the equivalent of the fucking having your right ear pierced in prison. Yeah, literally. Dropping the soap. Yeah, well, no, picking up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, I've dropped some soap before in the shower 
and I felt a bit homosexual picking it up. Not that there's anything wrong, but I felt fucking worried that someone was there. How did you do it? Did you like bend at the waist instead of like squat down? You have to bend from the waist. <laughs> <laughs> While in the mood. Baz is just presenting. <laughs> well, Baz is like a fucking a peacock, you know, flowing his fucking feathers out of the air. You know what they say, when in Rome. <laughs> Yo, what's Man's fucking well animals up. doing these stupid dances to try and get girls, bro? Animals? Yeah. You know, you fucking hear about like penguins. Yo, penguins are the biggest simps in the world. Are they? There are these fucking penguins that like go collect rocks and make a pile of rocks. And then if they've got a big pile of rocks, the fucking bitches come up and be like, oh yeah, look at this guy. He got bank. That's a real thing. You're like, joking. I feel like they've never read the game or something. And they As don't know they- about like wearing a fucking funny hat or painting your toenails or something like that to try and like attract women. Like, Bro, fucking what, stupid. Actually, what is it with guys painting their nails? It's that. Is that actually a real, like, an attractive thing for chicks? Well, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure it, it was one of those things in the game. Like, I think in the game, it was meant to be people wear like silly things. Like they'll wear a top hat to the club. And it's I've like, seen that a lot. Yeah, um, I think Andrew Schultz, a comedian he was talking about like back in his 20s he like read it and did all that shit and like he painted his nails black or something and, and it the, worked well i think the idea is in a club there's fucking you know a, a good looking girl will get approached by 200 guys a night or whatever right and anything you can do to not be guy 10 or guy one because chances are you're not gonna be the best looking guy in the club probably suddenly not. you're the guy with the black nails or the black painted nails and then suddenly she's like why is that there? And maybe maybe you pull it off and that's good. And she thinks but about that. But even if still, yeah, exactly. It's the extra thought that separates you from every other fucking guy there. And maybe you still don't pull, but you're immediately put a, up compared to a guy, or to, compared to all the guys you're better looking than, but also just like a normal guy who maybe you're on the same level as because you look more interesting. There's more mystique to it. Yeah. I think that's the idea. Yeah. There's a guy that I follow called the Naughty Nomad. He's an Irish guy who lives in, in Malta. Yeah. And he wears a fucking eye patch he calls himself like something pirate he wears a, a, a an eye patch and a fucking top hat and he says that he go i mean he claims that he fucking pulls a lot but he, he has an online blog that i read i'm not gonna lie bro i feel like if you're i don't know why but if you're like from the uk or australia or the states and you live in one of these kind of small coastal towns that are based around tourism like malta or like a lot of the asian countries where yeah and money laundering yeah, I, it just feels weird to me. I just feel like you're here because... Well, he owns, I think, like two or three pubs or bars, something like that. Yeah. So that's I, what he I, Do you know what it is? I'm basing this purely off the Aussies I've met in Thailand and judging other people. So forgive me if you don't meet the stereotype, but like you'll meet these Aussies who've just fucked up to Thailand because they want to get some like fucking third world wife and fuck hookers every night. And it just like, it's never an ambitious person. It's always someone who wants to live life on easy mode. And it just feels a bit... It's reeks of like crime, I feel like. But this is this, okay. If, I don't know if you want to go this deep, but what is fucking, what's the point of living life on easy mode or hard mode? Like what, like what does it lead to? At the end of the day, you both end up dying. Sure. And at the end of the day, you won't be remembered. Why? Because you, okay, you might be remembered for the next thousand years, but a thousand years is nothing in the space of humanity. Even if sure. you're remembered for a million years, not even a, not even a blip in the, in, the, in, the, in the spectrum of time. Yeah, maybe. As in, as in, like, it's it's like who are you trying to impress in a macro scale? But what do you mean who are you trying to impress? As in, humanity will be gone. Maybe. And like everything is like so. As in, like, what, as you think about Julius how, Caesar? How right? much Julius it, Caesar is remembered, and he died in forty four BC. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Like it's thousands of years, and anyone studying history, how does he feel about that now, though? Who cares? 
He doesn't feel anything about it. He's dead. No, but his whole ambition, uh, his whole ambition was to be remembered, trying to be the greatest. Yeah, if I, that's I the case, then what's the point of being the greatest in anything? What's the point of success? Well, that's what I'm asking. What is the point of success? At the end of the day, you're all gonna die. If that guy in Thailand is having a fucking amazing time of his life and he's truly, truly like, super happy, not I don't stressed, believe they're truly happy. I don't believe it either. I think they're bogus. I'm with you. I, I, well, that's the thing. I think that happiness is a fucking. Um, what's that thing where it's like. Um, I can't remember. Law of diminishing returns. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But it's one of those things. It's an asymptote. At something type. Asymptote. Where yeah. it's like you never reach the axes. You never reach yeah. fucking one. You never get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like wherever you have, wherever you go, wherever you are in life, you'll never have no problems. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, that would imply that the richer you get, the less problems get. I don't think you, that's true. No, but based on that curve is what I'm saying. No, I think there's just... Like you're in the same spot wherever you are. At the end of the day, like mental health is, it applies to everyone, whether you're the king of England or whether you're fucking- No, no, I was basing this off the mathematical model you just said, was that the more you get, it eventually curves out. And like, it's always, it's like fractional. Anyway, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, uh, I agree, but I think like, there is something to living a life worth remembering in terms of the ambition and how you feel at the end of the day. Like I, I, I'm personally not someone. A lot of our mates, I think yourself included, definitely have like huge net worth goal kind of things that you're trying to look towards. But like to me, the difference between a hundred million and a billion is is nothing. And I understand yeah. it's a massive yeah. difference. You, you like, changed my opinion on that. Yeah, I, I just I personally think in terms of like like a lot of people, you always hear Gary V talk about like you know why were you at that party? You know while you're at that party, I was working. While you were <laughs> fucking that bitch, I was working, and I'm like. So what, bro? Yeah. You just sound annoyed yeah, I don't, all I don't the agree time. With that. I feel like if you can't enjoy yourself, what's the point in life? But in doing it in a way where, I don't know, you could inspire the fucking future generations. Like I personally think that the fucking Western dream, so the American dream, the Australian dream, the UK dream, you know, work, have a fucking house, have a family, grow your family, then you die, then the next one goes. It's just a Ponzi scheme. It's just we're working to provide for the next person who then works to provide to the next person who works to provide for the next person, but it never stops. And I feel like fuck like aiming to have a nine to five forever. Fuck aiming to work till you're 60 and raising a kid to work till day 60 and they raise a kid to work till, you know what I mean? It's just- So what's the alternate? I don't know. I feel like you got to chase what you're passionate about, not just like living easy, but I feel like passion needs to be involved in what you do. Yeah. Like the reason why I love this is because we've got an outlet to fucking speak to people who fuck with what we do. We get to make jokes. We get to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. But we're not yeah. like, I don't know, it, aside from the fucking TikToks, which definitely feel like a grind. Like it's really enjoyable to do. It's so I mean, enjoyable to do. You can inject man. passion in it easier. Yeah. And I mean, we've been doing this for the last fucking four hours. I'm, I'd be keen to do even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking, exactly. Like, time goes so quickly. But going based on exactly what you were just saying, so you said that doing something that you're passionate about, doing something that you currently enjoy, but what if something that you really enjoy isn't doesn't bring you any money? So what if it's something you just can't monetize? I've thought about this because I've thought like, I, I'm not trying to say money isn't important to me. I definitely think it is. I, but it's more like, I like what money buys. I don't necessarily like having the biggest bank account in the world. I wouldn't want to be one of those people who, like generational wealth sounds silly to me. So I'm like, I want the next generation to work just as hard as, the previous generation maybe give them more opportunities so you yeah know, better yeah. chances of education stuff like that but i wouldn't want them to like just you know like those trust fund kids who fucking like donald trump's kids like do they actually do anything or are they just given positions what are your thoughts on inheritance 
So say you died, $100 million net worth. I love the idea of saying I'd give it, just give it all to charity, but I just don't see myself actually doing it. But I, I, do you know what I think? I think I'd want what I have, which I, throughout my entire life, never thought that I was actually going to get anything. And it was never like even a thought to me. Yeah. And then I've like kind of yeah. semi-recently found out like, oh shit, there might actually be something coming in. But I would rather like people work with the expectation that like, oh, your nothing. money doesn't, it doesn't add anything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, maybe you can buy a fucking house. Maybe you can do whatever. But um, I don't know. I think as long as you raise your kids right, it doesn't matter. I think you want to raise them to be ambitious. So if they want to be an artist, like try to get them convinced to do business or something like that so they can own their own art gallery. And then suddenly they can have their fucking passion and finance it in a way that works. But like, yeah. if you had a kid who was really into art and they were really good at it, but it made no money and they were just living off your fucking handouts to do what they love. You don't like that? Not really. I think being self-sufficient is important in growing as a person. I get what you're saying. And I, and I think that, I feel like it'd be very hard to have full respect for someone who you were supporting. Uh, do you know a living is? adult, like 20, 30 years old. Bro, I think that's, I think that's why, uh, so in the 70s, where a lot of women worked from, uh, they didn't work, they looked after kids and shit like that. Oh yeah? And you know, people always said oh they had the cushiest lives they fucking just sat at home looked after a few kids fucking. that'd be so depressing yeah, I think that, like back in the there was an epidemic of chicks taking Valiums popping them like it was fucking candy they call it like mummy's little helper yeah. you know what I mean because well, they no just did that wonder. exactly and I feel like that's the kind of thing you just it's not a fulfilling life and that's why I think it was really important to like empower the chicks to go into the workforce and stuff like that and like do and I think society's working well in that where there's yeah. not the pressure. Do you know what I'm saying? To like stay home. But yeah, I think it is hard to look at someone and feel, especially for people like us who do, we do want to go out and get yeah. it. Yeah. You know? But honestly, I actually wouldn't mind living. I wouldn't probably go to Thailand. It's a bit overdone, but I would love to go to Vietnam. As in like have, what I could probably do is take six months off work and be like, I'm going to be going for six months. I'll come back in six months. And I'm sure most, most workforces are okay with giving you like a sabbatical. I think I feel like it's pretty normal now. Like even if you just say it's like mental health reasons and then you go, I would love to go backpacking through like Vietnam, Cambodia, it's Thailand, the same thing. Backpacking Laos, is- all that shit. Like just do it. And like the thing is when you, if you have a proper jo- job back home and a good salary, like not a good, like you're not fucking making six figures, like huge amounts, but if you've got a decent salary, you wouldn't ever need to backpack and work in fucking hostels and shit like that. Like you will be able to live for a couple of months or six months or a year just fucking doing whatever you want, having no pressure, just relaxing, in recharging. Yeah, well, not Thailand, but that. Well, like area. in Southeast Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia. I agree. I think backpacking is very different to the people I'm talking about. I think backpacking is good because you're ex- like experiencing cultures, and yeah. usually you're experiencing uh, experiencing them from like the ground, meaning you're not just staying in nice hotels all the time where you never speak to anyone. You're walking around, talking to locals, mm-hmm. enjoying yourself. You're talking to other tra- uh, travelers and yeah, you're sharing exactly. stories. I love that. But the idea of just living in fucking Bangkok because it's cheap and yeah. there's hookers oh, everywhere okay. and you get a rub saying. and tug every yep. day after work, you know what I mean? And, you know, you maybe did it because you had to flee Australia because, you know, things were getting a bit tough. Like all those people you always see, like, because me, me and our boy, Hey Amara, we were in Phuket and um, we were we walked into this pub and it was, or this club and it was like Australian club, but it was in the day. And this guy, this Aussie guy was trying to like convince us to get into uh, like to buy this thing and he was like talking it up I ended up Google buy fucking what? reviewing like buying a, a thing which gives you unlimited drinks and all this kind of shit and oh, man was okay. talking it up like crazy yeah. saying you can get whatever you want 
I immediately start Google uh, Google reviewing just in case. I see that it's like the worst thing. They scam you out of it. It's not unlimited drinks. You get three drinks you can choose from. Jeez. Like it's always dead. You know what I mean? And we're just looking at like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? And he just had that seedy vibe. Like I used to sell drugs in the cross and got in trouble with bikies. So I fucked off to Thailand. Like, oh yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Now. Yeah. Okay. But personally, I should also say I'm very, yeah. I love people. I love the hustle and bustle. Same. The, the idea of living in like a fucking, I don't know, some remote island in Hawaii doesn't appeal to me. That sounds depressing. Yeah, I like yeah. walking outside and being people. Yeah, being people, me too, know. me too, me too. Absolutely. Uh, I think that an, a place that I really want to go to that I haven't been to before is fucking um, the Caribbean. I would yeah. love to go to the fucking Caribbean. Like Cayman Islands, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Cayman Islands around June. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right before... Oh man, but like Turks and Caicos. Bro, 100% that's what Logan Paul's doing being in Puerto Rico. I think the only reason why he's staying after his fight is to lodge six months so he can run his fucking 20 mils yeah. through the Puerto Rican yeah. uh, like system and then go back to LA. I wonder how the fuck they do that. Like, I wonder what, what do they, how do they make that money go through Puerto Rico or something like that? Like, it would be very, very hard to get away with that these days. Post, seven, post 2017, which is when they introduced a lot of international tax laws that stopped money laundering through tax havens it's like almost impossible to do it i don't think it is i think that's just the loopholes that we you know need about. A, you need to money launder it like it's criminal money but i but i know what you're saying but i feel like they've there's always loopholes that people find and when they get plugged up people think like all right now it's cool and i feel like there's always loopholes other people find like there's always ways that people can, people can figure out how to do shit you know what's to, fucked about tax law what's that this is fucked they can change the rule in 2021 and then backdate it to 2015 and say, why haven't you followed the rule? And they changed it in 2021. Can they actually? Yep. Surely this Because like they can say the intent of the law was clearly to be this. And you you looked for a loophole and you broke it looking for a loophole and they can backdate it and they can charge you for all that. Jesus. Happens all the time. So that's that's why I could comment. I used to work in tax, by the way. You probably, I don't know if that's been obvious, but I used to work in tax and, that, and they always say, look for a wise tax advisor, not a smart one. Because- fucking at the end of the day they can easily change the law and then get you in trouble because you purposely try to find loopholes right so there's like a lot of the times it's a lot more difficult and when they say oh the tax the rich pay no tax often it's not correct often the yeah. rich like i think factually i think they say 10 percent of um the top 10 percent of america pay 75 percent of the total income tax like they pay a humongous amount of tax no it's just like i'm pretty sure they say like net worth percentage wise yeah net not. worth yeah net worth i i heard this thing and it was on a podcast fucking Flagrant too, shout out Schultz. But uh, I don't know if it's real, but Who I'm interested, it? uh, Andrew Schultz, oh, yeah, the comedian guy. I'm interested to see what your perspective of this guy. So there was this guy who came on and he came on under the guise of being a guy who had made and lost millions of dollars many times. Andrew Schultz? No, 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 no. He was a guy on the podcast. He was a guest. Oh, really? But it's more a story that he said about Warren Buffett, which I'm interested to see if you think is real. Because okay, this on. guy could have been a fraud. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting when I heard it. So the idea, it was around uh, 2008, 2009, right? When everything was fucked, right? Um, global financial crisis. Yeah, global financial crisis. So the banks are all fucked. And it was the idea, the way that he said that Warren Buffett gets away with paying no money was that it, this guy claimed that Warren Buffett got a loan from one of those banks. I can't remember if it was JP. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. But it was the idea that they were giving it with zero interest or next to zero interest with the proviso that Warren Buffett said, like announced, I'm taking a loan. 
And that alone was enough to justify it because his financial expertise was enough to raise all this shit. Uh, it was like, you know, it was enough. Uh, it was like fucking The Rock talking about a protein shake he likes. Like people, yeah, all those guys, Jim Rose. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if that's illegal. I don't know if it's just silly and it wouldn't make sense. But it would make sense in the sense that Warren Buffett pays no tax and everyone thinks he lives really humbly and maybe he does. But you don't pay you don't pay tax on uh, dollars borrowed. Berkshire doesn't make any profit. That's why they don't pay tax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they haven't you, ever released profits. Never given a dividend, never. I wonder never. if you can... Um, I think. Don't can you can you borrow that. money against your assets of course, yeah. and just give them the assets without killing your credit score? And then just give them the assets, like, like just yeah. default, give them the assets. Yeah. Why don't you just sell the assets first? Because then you have to pay CGT. Oh, not in America. America, they've got different laws. They have something called a 10... Don't quote me to this. I think it's called a 1042 exchange. So essentially that you can sell one capital asset to buy another. Shit. And not have to pay the tax. So you can keep on deferring it all the way until you finally cash out and retire, which he's never done. He's so like wouldn't be that be how they do the tax loophole yeah. with the fucking yeah. uh, That's donations? That's how they do it. 1041, I think. 1041 uh, exchange. Anyway, I think <laughs> maybe we got a bit businessy. Yeah. I want to I want to bring something up, which I, I talked to you about the other oh, day. Oh, so just to answer your question. So yeah. I think that, so post GFC, interest rates were extremely low. So it's, it's not unlikely that they did give him a next to no interest loan. In America, financial advisors were really, really dodgy and it was really easy to get, like have fucking quid pro quo deals like that where you did something for someone else and they didn't have to disclose it. So it's it's not unlikely that it, that, that could be true. Right. Yeah. Shit. I mean, that's sick. Uh, so the numbers make sense. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, I was I was at a pub recently and I was having a chat with some people and one of the people at the pub, they brought up this idea, which I thought was kind of interesting. And I told you this the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, what if marriage was like a contract in the NBA? I totally fucking agree with Mean this. Meaning it lasts for four or five years. You negotiate it, right? You know, the longer the, the longer the years, the less fucking you're going to get. But if you go short, you're going to pay big. But let's say it was four years. And that way, after the... Ever- uh, after the end of the four years, you renegotiate the contract and you see if you still want to be in it. Yeah. Because here's the thing: people always talk about in relationships, the you know uh, people you know gain weight, they lo- they lose interest, they, they stop lose trying, ambition, they lose success. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and you know, the thing is, it's not against any particular person because you know the fuck the men and the women. Because obviously, you hear men complaining about marriage yeah. probably more than women, but like still in the same way, people that, get comfortable essentially. Yeah, and I think a lot of women often complain that the men just stop caring and trying to like fucking yep. you know be romantic. And, and I totally agree that if you have to opt in, if yeah. you have to actively work to renew the contract and continue another four years, then people are going to ramp up their their exercise. They're going to get in shape. They're going to get their money right so that the next time, so they're like, I, I want my, my wife to opt in to renew it for another four years. Yeah, exactly. And it like, it, I, do you know what's funny? I feel like we put this out there or whoever puts this out there and there are going to be mad people fucking against it. And I can't think of a logical reason why. Like, why does it make sense that you wouldn't re- or like, why would a contract ever go for life? How does that make logical sense? Well, I well, I think it started off as a religious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, potentially. Yeah. But like, if you think about then, so a lot of people don't understand. So with prenup, you're not, uh, you're not getting all your assets as yours. What you're doing is trying to secure what you got before the wedding. Yeah, you, so, you have what you had when you started. Exactly. If you got family money or you get married a bit later on, you're securing that, right? Yeah. But suddenly, if it ends after four years, yeah, you might lose what you made in four years, but you're losing what you made in four years, not in fucking 30 do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and don't even worry about money. Just worry about a normal relationship where 
they're just comfortable with each other. Both of them don't love each other. I know they haven't the reason, had sex in ten years. Exactly. I, the reason why I bring that up is I feel feel like a lot of men in those kind of relationships get scared, or women, like any ambitious person who's made a lot of money, gets scared about lo- like leaving because yeah. suddenly they fucking like they're like oh, I'm gonna lose all my money and stuff like that. Bro, I just think that divorce should be so much more normalized. It is, it is the thing is the issue is that people are worried that they're 35 years old if they get divorced there's no one left well, the, well because everyone's thinking that there's no one fucking there because they're all too scared to leave their dead ass fucking deadbeat wife deadbeat husband and that because of that no one's happy but if you just mix this around if you just shuffled this bag a, a few times you would end up with someone that you like and here's the thing I think getting comfortable in a relationship is like one of the worst things that could happen it's the worst Unless you can get to the comfort level where both of you still have the understanding that you want to try. Because I feel like a lot of people get comfortable and then they don't want to try. If you get comfortable and you still want to dress up, you still want to fucking go out and have fun. That's no, great. great yeah. But a lot of people fall into it. And even it might be like ruts. You know what I mean? Like I've had this before. I'm sure you've had this before where like you fall into a rut of like, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so of just like all you've done is sat, watch Netflix. Maybe you've had sex or whatever, but like you haven't gone out and done anything exciting. And a lot of times that can be the start of the bad thing. And unless you guys like have a conversation and be like, yo, what, what's going on with this? Let's fucking yeah. do some shit. And then all of a sudden, if you do it, it's fucking fantastic. And if you don't, usually fizzles out. Yeah. No, I totally you know agree, man. Yo, okay, bro. So I had this idea, right? It was a, it was a hypothetical question. Yeah, yeah. Let's say you've got the perfect girl, right? Okay. She's yep. beautiful. Yep. You know what I mean? Smart, ambitious. <laughs> I know what's coming. You know what I mean? Great tips. You know what I mean? Like yeah, fantastic. give it to Fantastic. No, great sex. Everything's, oh, okay. everything's fucking fantastic. Is she dumb? No, no, no. Really smart. Hey, yeah. You know what I mean? She's like really caring, smart, beautiful, okay, fucking yeah. great she, sex. She's got you know like mean? a boyfriend with a 12 inch dick as well. No, 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 no uh, nothing. She's only dated fucking what's micro coming? penises before. Oh, okay. <laughs> only, you know what I mean? <laughs> only she Asian saw guys. your dick the first <laughs> time. She saw your dick the first time and she had an audible gasp. Oh, She's like, what? Okay, I'm liking this. I'm you know what I mean? This. What's coming? But, and this is, it's going to be kind of a anticlimactic at first, but you got to think about it. Yeah. She's like a mountain girl. She's a country girl. Okay. And she, and because she's so smart and strong and ambitious and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. She does not want to live in the city. She doesn't want to live by the beach. She wants to live in the country because that's how she was raised. Oh. And it's one of those things where you have to have, you have this impasse where both of you are like, fuck, how does this work? And you know you're, you might be able to get into a 50-50 split. You're never going to get more on your side than not, no matter the negotiation, no matter how many self-help books you write. Yeah. How much of a deal breaker is that when the girl in every other facet is perfect? Like finding a flaw is so hard. But she insists on living two hours from the city. Yeah, like not that, that's what she loves. That's what makes her happy. Yeah, and and when she's in here, when she's by the city, she suddenly that, that like all of her attributes wane because she just finds it too stressful. Like too claustrophobic. Yeah. I get that a lot. A lot of people tell me the city's way too claustrophobic. Bro, I don't get, I mean, I think we're both very similar people and that's why. But yeah, that like the idea of not wanting to live by the city is crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, we're obviously both extremely city people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think that that's a deal breaker. I think so as well. I think, I think like it sucks. There's such a small thing. But it's like, if, if you don't enjoy the presence of the huge buildings next to you, I'm never going to love living in the country. It's just yeah. a fact. I love going to pubs spontaneously. I love having mates randomly text me, oh, I'm in the city. Like, let's go do something. Like, I, I would Bro, not be up to not have And that. imagine that. Imagine if it was the perfect girl. And afterwards, you're, every girl you meet, part of you is going to be like, fuck, I wish I liked cows. Yeah. That shit is fucking yeah. depressing. The though. thing is, I've actually, I've very rarely, and it's, it's actually, the, at the moment where I am, it's never happened, but it's happened in the past a few times. I've never really regretted leaving chicks who I thought were really good at the time because 
at the end of the day, like fucking no one's ever going to be perfect, perfect. So it's about- That's like, what I'm saying. But yeah, that's it's about compromising. And that's something that's not compromisable. It's, it's like, there's no, there's no middle ground between being in the country three hours off and being in the city because I'm not going to take living 30 minutes away. Like, that's yeah. too far. Like, I think, and there's certain things that I'd be all right with. Like if she's like a massive beachhead and she has to live in a place that's 40 minutes from the city, but it's got a good vibe and you can still see your mates. Like, And it's near the beach. I'll be, I'll be fine with that. I'll be fine living in Newcastle. That's well, all right. No, you wouldn't. But that's kind of city. Like it's got a city. Bro, you'd be pretending like it's got a city. You'd be like, yeah, but see it's, the it's Kmart building is really tall. It's got somewhere you can go with a lot of people there and like a lively atmosphere. That's, what I that's think, all that matters. I think you'd spend two weeks there telling us how good it is and then you'd slowly <laughs> move back to Sydney. And then six months later, you'd be like, bro, that place fucking sucked. I hate them all. And you're like, but yeah. you said it was so sick. It's like, no, no, what are you talking about? I never said that. I get what you're saying. Fucking, yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. Very, bro, very likely. Complete 180. Actually, we're talking about perfect girls. Why the fuck are fantasy like badass chicks such sluts? Oh, I think it's Halloween syndrome. Bro, legit. Like it's always like they've got like, you know, the male guy's fucking six, four broad, massive armor on. You can't even see his face. The chick's got like a bra on and like a G string. Yeah, it's yeah. literally like she's got a battle at one in a fucking OnlyFans private show at three. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just getting it. Doesn't have enough time to change. Like for fuck's sake. Oh, that's so funny. She could have that shit underneath the armor and just take off the armor and still do the OnlyFans show. Yeah. Why are you just walking around like you're not going to get stabbed? Do you mean on Instagram or in real life? In games, on Instagram. Oh, in games. Because sex sells. Yeah. And everyone knows sex sells. Like guys know, girls know, everyone knows. Trans people know, anyone knows. Like if, if if a girl's got her fucking tits out, everyone wants to watch it more. It is funny how you'll immediately like that character more. Yeah. Like everyone Absolutely. loved Emma, uh, not Emma Stone. Mia um, from Need for Speed. Did you have a titter? Yeah. Oh, I think she had like a crop top pretty much right, the, whole sure. the whole game. No, uh, like um, Amelia Clark in uh, in Game of Thrones. Daenerys. Oh, ho, ho. You know first what I mean? episode. She, yeah, I, bro. First, first episode. fucking episode. She was my favorite character from then on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Easy. Yeah. She became a bit of a cunt later on, but she had her tits out for the whole first season. And we were like, yo, this, uh, you know, she's smart. She's intelligent. Her tits. She's fucking, you know, really courageous. Dude, she has some pretty great tits as well. Yeah. Really, Remember really when it, you didn't, she signed some, like this story came out saying she signed some clause to not be naked anymore. And you didn't see it for ages. And then there was that Jon Snow scene at yeah. the very end. And no one knew if they were going to show you. There was yeah, this whole, like, they did. It was intimate. I literally remember it was you, me, a bunch of the other boys were all sat around the TV. We're fucking watching this thing. You know, they're all like, ah, she's like rubbing him gently or something like that. Then it cuts to a scene, you see her tits. And we're all like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> there was oh, an applause, man. like fucking England scored a goal and you were in fucking Liverpool watching it, you know? Those are the that fucking good crazy, days, bro. Bro. <laughs> bro, Game of Thrones was so fucked. I don't know... I don't think it's possible. I'm sure it'll happen again, but it's, I don't know how they got that level of hype for that fucking long. Like we're talking like six years. Yeah. And, and humongous breaks between seasons and people were just as hyped the whole way up until the last episode, last season. Yeah, I think it, I think one of the important things is rewatchability. And I feel like Game of Thrones had great rewatchability. Yeah. Like there are so many shows where, you know, you're watching it and once you've had the kind of thing spoiled, it's not good anymore. Yeah. But Game of yeah. Thrones had that perfect combination of like kind of witticism and fucking action and like romantic interest and stuff like that. So even the big things that was like, you would be spoiled watching again, like the Red Wedding or something like that. In fact, I would actually say the Red Wedding episode has less rewatchability because you already know what happens. But yeah, the random yeah. filler episodes where Tyrion's just chatting shit with Bronn. Dude, just like, those are so entertaining. Hilarious. But the thing is, Game of Thrones isn't actually that good of a TV show. 
What are you the fucking talking is, about? The thing is, they just fucking plot twist it so much. It's like if you skip one episode, fucking good luck, bro. Like you're like you're not gonna understand what happened. How does that make it not a good TV show? Well, that yeah. Well, that's what makes it crazy. It's just it's like whoever you loved could die in the next episode. See, I didn't like that it was less. It didn't happen as much towards the end. Yeah. Or no one liked it. That's what ruined it. The fact and that they had they had like you know Daenerys was never gonna die. Jon Snow was never gonna die. Huh? Daenerys did die on the last fucking episode. And it was it wasn't a satisfactory like. They, it didn't feel like John was torn, to be honest with you. It was the idea that they rushed this season, so they made it like six or eight episodes, I forget. Yeah. And all what of a sudden, like, ending? they were only kind of together with each other for a little bit. But there was, like, Daenerys literally snapped into being an evil cunt in, like, two seconds, one yeah. scene. And John didn't love her in, like, one scene. It was such a fucking, like, bullshit wrap-up. And it was so funny. I think yeah, D&D, the guys not. who did it, I'm pretty sure they got kicked off the fucking next project they were going to do. Jeez, I think they. I can't remember if they quit it for like Avengers. Or what what are those? What are those actors doing now? What's What's Jon Snow doing? I, don't, I feel like he hasn't. Bro, it's gonna be so. Were hard. they making fucking bags? Oh, they must have been surely. But I don't feel like there was enough episodes for them, even if they were making a million episode, which is like the flagship. Yeah, the budget it. must have been fucking. It's not crazy. like Friends, where they were making a million an episode for fucking 150 episodes. Oh, bro, they make. I'm pretty sure they made like 60 something mil a year now just off streaming uh, residuals. The Friends people. What? I can't... There was a number that came out because they had that friends reunion. Because they're on royalties. Yeah. That shit's what? insane, bro. I'm at, I love the idea of that. Like putting in work today, which you get paid off with in perpetuity. Yeah. I yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. love that concept. Yeah. Although, did you hear about... um Who was the who was the black guy uh, in the Fast and the Furious? No, Too Fast, Too Furious? Um, uh, it's not ludicrous. It's the other one. Yeah, I know who you mean. Um. Anyway, oh yeah, I know that exactly. guy bald, came bald out. Guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy came out with some Instagram live video. I think like last year, talking shit on like The Rock or someone else because they were holding up the fucking filming. And that motherfucker obviously needs the cash, so he's like talking oh, shit, like, "Yo, can we just film this shit around." <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being so fucking like, you know, you're riding so high in your fucking residuals that you just like, you know, yo, we need to make it now, bro. This can't fucking wait any longer, bro. Yeah. What do you so think the funny. sickest movie would be to make? We make a mil buck. We get we get offered, uh, you know, twenty mil. We're making a movie. Yeah. What do we make? Like what genre? Or yeah. Good. I would like it to be like a detective movie. I would. Fuck, I love detective movies. Funny or not funny? Um, it could be either. Honestly, I'm fine with either. But the thing is, I don't know how I'd be being a detective because I don't like the responsibility of being the smart guy. I don't really like that. Would we be acting in a butt? Or would we be like directing it and creating it? Oh, what do you reckon? I think acting would be fun. I think Get acting some clout, too. you know? Yeah, yeah. And it'd, be, it'd just be good to be... You know what I was thinking the other day, actually, which What's you that? just fucking reminded me of? How fucking great it must feel to be in the credits. Like the credits go for so long and usually you never watch them. But for the person that's in the credits, you're on that movie forever. Your I mean, name is in that movie. Think about how fun it was when you were a fucking kid and you saw someone with the same name as you in the credits. You're like, dude, look, I worked on this movie. It's like, yeah, dude. settle down, Jimmy. It's, it's Spider-Man 1. It came out in 2000. You Bro, know? I'm, I'm just saying like, that yeah. must be insane. Like, your name is permanently stamped on that movie forever. Like they will never be able to remove Bro, it. Bro, it's, like, uh, it's like if you were one of the founders of a company and it has something to like KPMG. Yeah, and your name's in you there. You know, it's one of the... I'm K, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be sick, that, I mean, that'd be fucking insane. Dude. Yeah. I mean, See, there is something about legacy example. that's cool. Like, the idea that I'm... It, it sounds selfish, but imagine if you knew for a fact that 
the day you died would be a sad day for society. Like when Michael Jackson yeah. died or when Attenborough dies. Like I don't think that many people were... I don't think everyone was sad when Michael Jackson died. I mean, the kids he touched probably weren't that sad. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> like, a lot of parents yes. felt really relieved. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's one less risk. <laughs> I mean, when he started talking to the man in the mirror, trying to change his ways, I don't know. Yeah. There were a fair few fucking kids. If only you made that song earlier, man. Fucking <laughs> hell. It is funny with fucking Maybe Michael. Macaulay Culkin wouldn't have done heroin so quickly, you know? Oh my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's Dude, that's the he literally with- told us as well. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It actually meant I'll touch each and every one of you. you know? oh. <laughs> Bro, the Dave Chappelle bit was the funniest thing where he's like, you know, yeah, I've got I've got a Ferris wheel and a monkey that'll serve us, you know, jelly or something like that. And it, he was like, it just sounded like the, he was trying to flex on the kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, how many trains do you have? Oh, only three? I've, I've got, got the 20. real one. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a metro station right here. It's, you know? it's so fucking weirdly confusing in your head when you listen to Michael Jackson because on the one hand it's fucking a banger all of his songs amazing love them love dancing to them Thriller come on Billie Jean come on but then he's also pedo so it's like (laughs) on the one side I want to bang out it's like listening to Avicii his songs are fucking amazing but he's dead (laughs) yeah and it's a little bit depressing you know how he died (laughs) yeah I know like suddenly the fucking the nights were so much more depressing yeah bro why didn't you live what you did yeah now it feels like it's a feel song and not a fucking you know vibe yeah SOS as well oh bro Bro, there's no way Alu Black was on that song singing the lyrics before he died dude it must have been like he just had a sick beat or something like that and then the people who control his estate were like alright this is how we're going to make money off him finally you know like his last thing yeah but, which is but, depressing what do you think about that what do you think about people making mon- money off other people's estate once they're dead as in like Chespra trying to live Ziz's fantasy Ziz's fucking <laughs> it was like, the fuck? very some, yeah I know I, uh, I actually was, don't like that because it's like you know no I don't mean that that's different he's just trying to be like he's just taking advantage of whatever hype was there no, but I, yeah, I mean, no point less, of, letting less it of hype, I'm saying. Because I don't think, like, Ziz became a meme. Oh, I don't know about meme. He's a meme, bro. I don't think he's a meme. There's a reason why people go to his fucking statue and, like, do the flex thing. That's because he fucking, bro, he, he was a big reason he why He inspired people to eat, eat Clen Trend hard. Yeah, he literally did. He inspired people. There's no that, way. He was dead by the time we got into fitness. Oh, no, but his videos were, like, peak. I think his hairstyle and his fake tan made me turn off him pretty quick. He also wasn't that big for a steroid head. So I was like, what is Yeah, because he literally, he died at 23, bro. I know. Like he died. Not even from, he t- and apparently he, and he, he died doing cocaine in a fucking hot tub or something. Yeah, and I think he, he started lifting at like 19 or 20. But he had literally only been lifting for three years. Yeah, but on fucking a dirty stack. Yeah, yeah. Like on a really dirty stack. I was kind of like, if you're going to cheat, be Lance Armstrong. Don't be this fucking yeah. dork who's got yeah. goofy hair, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that his main thing wasn't just being a ripped guy. I think his main thing was being like a ripped guy who was like, I don't know. I think his main thing was being a ripped guy, Baz. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. He yeah. wanted to take MDMA at festivals and take his shirt off. That's yeah, why he did it. Yeah, Let's be real. Yeah. Look at hell. Yeah, man. Anyway, boys, I think we're close to around the end kind of mark. Yeah. Let us know what you think about this format, by the way. Because this one, we didn't have the Q&A in the beginning, in the middle, which on the one hand, I was a, I'm was i a fucking very big fan of because I like the like the, the more chatty style. We got a bit deep in the middle. Yeah. So let us know what you guys thought about that. I got a bit deep in your mom 
every listener out there. Anyway, oh, um, <laughs> look, uh, yeah, yeah, let us know. I mean, we're still going to have some fan interaction, but we're going to try to keep it a bit shorter just because we, a, yeah. lot, a lot of times the Q&As goes And like then it'll be hyper minutes. when we do have one. Exactly. And I feel like with the tw- uh, with the Q&As, we can make a YouTube video out of it so we can like put a bit more editing in, you know yeah, what I mean? Chuck a few fucking video prompts. Uh, but yeah, it should be fun. Uh, fun Key word. So, What's the secret word going to be this time? Ziz. Hey, I like it. Yeah, Z Z uh, Y double Z. If you guys don't know, <laughs> Google him if or you don't know who he is. Or chest bra shit. I don't know. One of oh yeah, or something about chest bra. His brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, thanks so much for watching this. Episode. Oh yeah, okay. So make sure to click our link in the uh, uh, in the, in the bio, description yeah. to to go to uh, puppy, puppy this. Uh, puppy fucking phone cases. They got some great designs. <laughs> Hit them up. Buy a fucking phone case. Uh, support the boys. You know what I mean? We massively appreciate that. Yeah, he's Shout such out a to good Puppy guy. for fucking helping us out. Helping Absolutely. Sponsor the show. If anyone else wants to sponsor the show, you can always DM us at Milk Bucket, uh, at Milk Milk Bucket, Bucket Podcast, Podcast on Insta. which is our Instagram. Um, so that'd be fucking fantastic. Make sure to hit the TikToks. TikTok's coming this week. Stay present on the YouTube. Fucking hit the bell uh, icon, subscribe, all yeah. that kind of stuff to make a sure big you see, bangers coming. You see the fucking accent challenge. Look, do things get a bit dicey? Yes. When do they not with the milk fucking challenge? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just it is what it is, bro. So make sure you're fucking uh, you're there for that this week. It should drop maybe like Thursday or something. Uh, and yeah, make sure to give us a five star review on Apple, Google Podcasts. You know what I mean? Please uh, do, please do. But yeah. Fucking cheers for cheers for sitting through another fucking hour with us, lads. Cheers for coming. We appreciate and cheers it. for tuning in, and we'll see you next week, boys. See you next week. Right, bye bye.